Yep. Welcome back over the past few episodes. If you've been listening, we've been talking about desire. Series even chiming in at the minute. We've been talking about desire, starting with Christ, becoming missional. What does it look like to be missional? Going out with authority, mission in the mundane. And um, uh, like I said at the end of last uh, episode, um, Robert Woodkey just um, said, you know, when, when we're sitting down and talking about being missional, the fact that we're actually going into enemy territory is... is um, is absolutely vital for us to to uh, understand and and you know like it, what comes back to me is John Eldridge who says you know we're we're, at a, we're in a world at war and uh, there's two kingdoms clashing and we are the ambassadors and the and the aliens on this earth that are um, seeking to bring about the good news of the kingdom. So what what would you say about that, Peter? As we are sent, as we you know we've called to be with Christ and then He sends us out with authority into so many different unique contexts. Now we're in enemy territory. What's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind as a... The first thing that comes to mind is what Jesus says in Mark 3, where uh, having called the disciples to him, he calls them to be with him, to be sent out by him to proclaim the message, and to have authority to cast out demons. I think the first thing is that the demons are cast out of us. Right, okay. Yep. Uh, and I'm not the, saying the, the enemy I'm, within. So. Well, what I'm I'm not saying there that we go around an exorcism thing, but to realise that when we talk about um, spiritual warfare, enemy territory, the reason why we are with him, and the reason why we gather together with others, is so that we as individuals can continue the journey from wholeness to holiness. Mm-hmm. So. We hear a lot of talk about how uh, Christians are, are called to be holy, but we know that we know that our lives are, are far from that, and the, the enemy loves to have Christians feeling as though they're hypocrites, as though they're double-minded, as though they'll never really win this battle. And we think that more obedience is the key. We think that uh, holiness is our pursuit. But the real secret is wholeness. So as I get together with Craig and Taylor or Mal and Jenny or Robin and Robin or um, Adrian and, and Robin or whoever, uh, I would hope that in there somewhere we can share honestly as to how we're going and that body, soul, mind and spirit of Peter can be united mm-hmm. so that I'm journeying in wholeness. Mm-hmm. As I am defragmented from living out of uh, reactions, out of out of um, neglect, out of feelings of abandonment, out of feelings of shoulds, the enemy ceases to have a hold on my life. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm perfect, but because my being with Jesus through the presence of others reminds me of my sonship, reminds me of my adoption as a son. And when I'm adopted as a son, for the devil to get to me, he's got to go through Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. So as we're living in that, we're then reminded that as we go out, there's not only opposition to us, but there's opposition to what we're on about. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't welcome opposition. I don't, I don't crave it. But it reminds me to be constantly reliant on the Heavenly Father. For example, when I go on a run down the Amy Gillett bikeway from here and I get to Woodside, the Amy Gillett bikeway goes behind the town of Woodside and 
it goes out and comes out in a little road called Station Road, and partway along Station Road, well, uh, it's just down the end of the Lobethal Bakery, the Woodside branch, there's a, a house and it's got all the occult symbols on it. Oh, yeah. It's got occult flags on it. Uh, the title up the top is Zen House. It's actually a Zen backpackers hostel, and it's got a list of all the things they offer there, and they're all dark. Yeah. I can tell you this much, Craig. From the very first time I saw that house up until now, every time I run, I may not have thought of Jesus once on the whole run. And then I get to Station Road, and I don't pray against that house. But as I run down that street, I just usually pray Philippians 2, 5 to 11. Have this mind amongst yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, who, though he was by very nature God, yeah. did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, humbled himself, emptied himself, became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him yeah. and given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue confess in heaven and on earth and below the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mm. And I'm usually just saying Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father as I'm jogging past that house. Yeah. Yeah. That's simply my declaration in that street. I'm just reminding every demonic spirit in that street that there is a lordship that's higher than their dark lord. Now, I wouldn't be reminded of that if it wasn't for the presence of evil. Mm -hmm. So the presence of resistance, the fact that in the fact that we have the Father's light uh, exposes the darkness, that we have life that covers death, that we have freedom that covers oppression, that we have forgiveness that covers bitterness that we have liberality that covers uh, miserliness, uh, these, these negatives just remind us of the all-supreme attributes of God, remind us of our sonship and remind us of the truth of Romans 8, that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear that leads us back to slavery, mm -hmm. but he's given us a spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I go into a situation and I know that it's... Uh, well, whatever situation we're in, we know that the enemy's at work... Mm -hmm. But if we focus on the enemy, we're likely to end up fearful. Mm -hmm. If we focus on our adoption as sons, then we're not going to be slaves to whatever the enemy wants to throw at us, but we go with Abba and Abba Father, and the, uh, the, the, the worst the enemy can do to us, it, it, it's actually like, um, like uh, darts that, when I throw them, they miss the dartboard and hit the concrete next. They just fall off. Mm -hmm. They can't impregnate. Yeah. Because they can't get through my sonship. Yeah. They can't get through my adoption as a son. Yeah. They can get through my fear. Yeah. I mean, a couple of questions is, you know, what happens if we, if we just don't think or engage with the idea that there is an enemy? And, um, you know... Are you saying don't think as in ideology, ideologically we don't believe it exists? Oh, or, no, 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 no. Or not we so just... much. You just go, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just perpetually unaware of what's happening around me because I just, you know... But just forget thinking about that reality. Does well, it the, make any difference? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a good side. There's an innocent side to that. Yeah. When I go to the park with Wyatt, who's, um, you know, a bit over 18 months old, uh, Wyatt isn't the least bit concerned when he's crossing the road yeah. because Gramps is with him. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know cars are a danger. A cars are going to flatten him in a second. Yeah. But he's with Gramps. Yeah. And so because he's with Gramps, he's got an innocence and a naivety that is brought out of presence. Yeah. Which is why the first thing Jesus says, he calls us to him, that we might be with him. Yeah, yeah. So, so safety. So we keep coming back stay, to that. Stay close to Jesus. So, exactly. Yeah. So there, there, is, there is a beautiful, like if someone said to me, oh, I'm involved in missional activities all the time, but I've never given the enemy a thought. 
I think I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because um, as, as long as the naivety isn't that uh, he doesn't exist, but the naivety yeah, is yeah, that yeah, that yeah, Papa's yeah. that Papa's with me. Yeah. Because Papa trumps everything. Because you know, there's a, there's a lot of practice out there amongst um, you know very well-meaning people who are followers of Jesus of going up and declaring and casting out and you know trying to break strongholds in a uh, overtly um, in an overt way. Um, is that nullified by what you're saying, or is that no, part of what you're no, saying? No, and no, and we had we had a very very stern very stern stern's a wrong word. We had a very poignant lesson. So we moved into this house. Uh, in fact, you were with me, Jop. We moved into this house in June of last year on the Saturday, and on the Sunday, you and I were leading a workshop down at Nick and Renee Woodley's place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we had the open inspection, the one that we had, there were two Buddhas in this place. We moved in, and my attitude was the theory, Archimedes' theory of displacement, you know, I go into the bath, the water goes out. We move into this house, we've got Christ in us, the evil spirits go out. Mm -hmm. And so I was, now in hindsight, I can use the word, lax in exercising my spiritual authority in an overt way. Mm -hmm. I was too naive. Mm -hmm. The morning that uh, we went down, so we've been in here one night, and Julie wakes up and she feels sick. She's got a headache that's uh, a migraine. She feels woozy. She feels nauseous. Um, the pain is piercing in the back of her neck, up her back, and uh, and I, I pray over her, and I go down, and we go around the circle down there. How are we going? I share this story. People say, can we pray for your wife? We say, yes, they pray for Julie. Then someone, uh, uh, oh, I, I share, that's right, partway through, I share as an example on spiritual warfare, my theory of displacement, we moved in, the devil moved out, and this one guy in the group said, uh, with, with great respect, I would like to challenge that. Mm-hmm. He said, I agree with what you're saying, and I hear what you're saying, except the devil is a legalist. And if they believe they have grounds to be there, they will hang on like a, a, a constitutional lawyer mm-hmm. to a constitution and a by... by, by um, law they will hang on to their right to be there he said i firmly believe that your wife's uh pain is commensurate with your inability to take authority over your place yeah we prayed for julie then with authority uh, she said that at that moment it lifted mm-hmm. we came home that day and without wasting a moment we got started at the inside of the house we got oil we anointed uh the whole house the the doors the 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 place and um, our daughters were here, and Camille says, "Oh, Daddy, don't forget to do my room." Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave me authority. To, in hindsight, I should have said, "No, you come and do it with us." And uh, and we prayed over the place, and we we, we cleansed it. We mm-hmm. did a spiritual spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. So so yes, we sit on Father's lap, and the one place the enemy can't get to is the lap of the Father. But. We also know that the devil being a legalist means that he's not going to relinquish territory where he thinks he has a right to be. If we've been called into that territory, then it's appropriate we deal with the enemy that's there. Was there ever a um, a, a quote by Luther that was something like, you know, when when the enemy's in the room, we don't take him on, we worship? Yeah, the quote quote was that uh, when we pray, the the 
when we join in prayer, the, the devil slinks out. Uh, when we worship, the enemy runs out. He flees, yeah. Because he can't stand to be in the presence. And and uh, now this doesn't mean that we're to be demon chasers. We're, we're not go. We're not ghost. Uh, what's that word? Ghostbusters. We're not ghostbusters. Uh, but from being with him and being sent by him to the places we are sent, that means we have authority. The Father wouldn't send us to a place that's not our sphere. Uh, so we have authority over those places as his sent ones who go as his ambassadors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, there's um, so much more I want to ask, but we're drawing nigh on our time. And uh, next time around, uh, we're gonna, we were going to be talking about you know solo or two-by-two mission. Might uh, start with some of this stuff and, uh, and uh, see where we go. Talk soon.